Hi, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of the Advanced Real Estate Investing Talk. This is Aurelien. I'm here with Glenn, uh, glennsutherland.com, and Darcy, darcywhat.ca. Today, we will be discussing something that's a bit more philosophical, uh, purpose and meaning, and how does that apply to real estate, would you wonder? Well, uh, I want to answer that question, but I, I'm just going to say to this topic that it reminds me, I, I studied philosophy uh, back in the day at the Sorbonne, and I remember having a, a, te- a, a theme uh, where I was supposed to write, you know, we would write those very long essays. Um, and to me, it's one of the key questions in life. Um, and I was once asked to ask the, I was asked to answer the question, what is the meaning of life? And part of my answer was, uh, is there actually a meaning to life, a predetermined meaning to life? And and my answer was, there is none. And, and that's the beauty because you get every day to reinvent yourself and um, uh, you can create and give your own meaning to life. Um, and, and it reminds me of a shift for me, which was from working for someone uh, when I was working at a as a teacher, it was a bit different because I had a lot of uh, leeway. But then when I started working for this foundation back in the day in Toronto, um, I was working for someone else's vision. Uh, it's their vision I was trying to accomplish and make uh, real. And now working for myself, that was a big mindset shift where I was to create my own reality. And if I had a vision and I wanted to implement it, I was the one having to uh, implement it. Uh, as I grew and learned more about entrepreneurship, I realized that there is a distinction between the visionary, the person that has the ideas, the big ideas, and the uh, um, the person that execute, also called the integrator. That's um, that's a paradigm developed by a, a, um, an entrepreneur in his book. I think it's called Rocket Fuel. And um, but yeah, it's the it's the beauty of having this um, chance to uh, reinvent everything and yourself as you wish. Um, I know one of the exercises I do when I coach people is asking them um, what they want, because what do you want is a difficult question to tackle. So who do you want to be and what do you want to do? These are the two questions I ask. And also, where do you see yourself in five years? And. I've done, I've been through that exercise again, and I've done two things. Can you say those questions again? I just want to, I think we need to drill those in. Who do you want to be? be And what do you want to do with your day? What type of tasks do you see yourself doing? And part of the exercise of coaching I've done has to do with um, uh, hiring a reporter. You hire a reporter and you get that reporter to to extract out of you your, your life story, what are your values? What what engages you? What gets you excited, motivated? And then using using that, you have you have copy for your website. You have you have your why. Uh, I think uh, hiring an, a reporter, an experienced reporter, can be a good way for you to um, to to tap into this um, self awareness that can uh, help you decide what meaning, what purpose you wanna you wanna give your life. And so I decided I wanted to uh, tackle uh, affordable housing because it's a, it's in a very uh, important issue right now. And, and so using AI and I, because I, 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 I really like um, a certain entrepreneur 
and uh, basically um, I asked uh, ChatGPT to, uh, to to try and coach me in the way this entrepreneur would coach me, and the entrepreneur said try to leverage technology. And I and I think for example to tackle affordable housing, we need to look into AI robots and try to build those multifamily units in in a warehouse where you break down the tasks. To the to the bare minimum and the simplest task, even electrical connections, so that uh, you use an electrician, you hire an electrician to explain to you the different tasks on how to build each each unit that you will then put together as a multifamily. So you break down those tasks and you get a, an AI or robot to uh, to accomplish those tasks, and then it's it's done in the warehouse, so you don't you don't you don't have to worry about the weather. And Ari, also, did the um did the did you say a coach told you to leverage technology or did the AI tell you to leverage technology? So I asked AI what would this person say to me, and they said in a tweet, and then they wrote a tweet, and when yeah. the person said leverage technology. That's cool. I thought, <laughs> That's cool. I try to use AI as much as I can, and the other thing I'd say for me there is a, an element of advocacy. I want to advocate for the for the the people that have. You know, for whom uh, um, you know spending on housing is a, represents a huge amount of their of their income of their resources. So there is an element of advocacy in it. That that's what came out of talking to the reporter. Cool. So you have a reporter, not a reporter from a newspaper, but a person working in a role of reporter interviewing you to draw out what you're really thinking. Yeah, to that's get them down I, and get it down on paper. Yeah. yeah. I, I try out the coaching on myself to then later on use it on others. But that's why that's what I did it. That's what I did because I figured the, the reporter knows how to create a story, a compelling story. So you want to use and leverage that reporter to create a story about you. And I think that has to do with the meaning and purpose and to, to help you articulate your meaning and purpose based on your story. That's really good. That's really practical. It's really powerful the- stuff. Um, I had, um, I went to interview on my other podcast, someone who was, um, they were like the counselor, like, you know, people would talk to at the Mm. prison in Corpus Christi, Texas. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) And I went to interview them and they ended up basically interviewing me because like, when you get around those kind of people, they'll just start pulling it out. They don't, they don't, they don't settle for answers because that's all they, they do is have to pull stuff out of people. Mm -hmm. Um, It's, it's really powerful because you don't even realize what's in your brain to for have someone pull it out of you like not let you off the hook with just a simple answer and just keep digging which is not easy to find someone to do right people yeah. aren't trained to pull this stuff out of you right if you're having this conversation yeah. with a friend or something they you usually keep it a little lighter yeah yeah and often people don't care enough to to really put out information out of you true true oh it's interesting you go ahead glenn you uh you said earlier, I wrote this down, uh, you're talking about vision um, and you're talking about um, having to complete someone else's vision, right? Um, yeah. <clears throat> it really made me think. And I, I wonder if maybe that's because sometimes I'm trying to get like students to just perform, like you've given them all the information and now they just need to go and and do it. Right. And it just made me think, I wonder if that's part of the issue is that they're used to performing on someone else's vision. Cause a lot of times they're saying I, the feedback I get is tell me the game plan, like give me the property, give me basically the whole thing done. And I just need to do it. And I think maybe that's, I don't know. I'm just 
trying to open up a discussion on that, but do you, do you guys think that that was, that could be something that is we just, cause the way we've grown up and we've spent so much time executing someone else's vision is actually hard to execute our own vision or I even come up with our own vision. I think there is a sure. lot of that. Yeah. yeah. There is no school to teach you how to become your own vision, to develop your own vision and, uh, and then implement it. Yeah. yeah I think a lot of people just like, tell me what to do. Give me the, not the exact house to buy the exact yeah. building to buy. Well, we've made, we've made teaching people or, or, or made the focus of learning about quote skills that translate into jobs. I mean, that's a very mechanical industrial view of, of humanity, but I took philosophy. I have an arts degree. I, I took, I read philosophy and religion. So for me, everything goes back to your why, why you're put on this earth. Um, you know, the big thoughts, the big thinking of for humans is found in our purpose and meaning in philosophy and religion. So whether it's uh, Solomon, as who says in Proverbs 27, as a man thinks, so he is, as a man thinks in his heart, and they say, man, it's gendered language, sorry. But as a person, let me retranslate that, thinks in their heart, so are they, right? Or uh, Socrates, who says, uh, it is trial for, um, uh, you know, a, a, he was tried and killed because he was uh, influencing the youth to question, to bring questions up. He said his at his trial, he said, an, un, an unexamined life is not worth living. If you don't know why you're here, it's not worth living, which is a subversive thought because power and authority wants you to fill a role, do something, make it useful. And he was telling young people, no, think about why you're being told to do something. Your life is more than just being doing. It's about being and thinking. They killed him for it. Um, you know, um, uh, in Buddha, in the Dhammapadi, he, he talks about um, the mind is the master power that molds and make, and a man is mind and evermore he takes. The tool of thought and shaping what he wills brings forth a thousand joys or a thousand ills. He thinks in secret and it comes to pass. Environment is just a looking glass, James Allen quoting the Buddha, that you know what you think and imagine is what comes out of you. And it's important to figure out what that is. You know, how do two people living dissimilar lives both become happy? They're not doing the same thing, but they're doing what they do for their own particular reason. I, you know, you guys have shared your personal ones. For me, I thought of why I do what I do. I was very happy teaching. I was very happy in most of the jobs and things that I've done because they all had certain things in common. Um, I really value control of my environment, my time, and my activities. It's I'm just that way. I need to be in charge of what I'm doing, and it needs to be meaningful, um, and it has to be part of something more than me. So that's how I can be a teacher, or a pastor, or a shipping clerk, or a real estate investor. Uh, I can do all these different roles because I find meaning in them for me. It's personal. Um, it needs to be a challenging test. Um, it has to be doable and achievable. I can't be doing something that's not impossible. So if I can't see a way to make it work, uh, I'm stuck. And that might be the tr trouble with motivation with people. You can't see a way to make it work and they're stuck. Um, I have to have some reward and it's not financial. For me, it is honestly, at the end, I have to pay my bills, but I'm not in anything for money. I'm in it for the rewards and the rewards are different kinds. 
Um, so on that note, like it, it also like when, a lot of times when you hear people on podcasts or they hear the the coaching, a lot of times it is a, they make it about the money because it's easiest to understand, right? Um, mm -hmm. And so it a lot of times, attention. I think it grabs people's attention. That's what sure. It yeah, yeah. But you first you have to you have to figure out the money, right? Mm -hmm. And then it um what happens is a lot of people miss what Ari was talking about. They're like, what do you want to be? Uh, uh, what do you want to do, right? And they go for this money thing and they work themselves to death. And then, then they try to fix this afterwards without having the vision from the start to work it, to build towards something. And I, I honestly, I think even myself is something you ha I have to work on more, right? You, It's not about this small thing. It's about something further down the line and working yeah. towards it. And, and because, you know, um, you can go do a, a lot of work and make a lot of money, but what did that do to your life? What is, yeah. what is your purpose for this? What is the meaning of doing this? Like, what are you doing? Like, what, you know what I mean? Um, like we were just chit chatting before we started. Like I, we were talking about going to see hockey games and football games and taking family and like, it, it's whatever you want. It doesn't have to be, it, it, it's what you want, but you will not get there if you aren't planning for this, if you aren't doing what Ari was talking about and figuring out what it looks like for you in five years, you will just take a job, replace it with a new job and work mm -hmm. yourself so that you still work 40 hours or more per week. Yeah. I, it's, it's interesting because uh, I follow this guy and he's a source of inspiration and um, he, he has a, this group called Action Academy along with a podcast. And, and he says, First step is to become financially free through business and real estate acquisition to then work on your passionate income. I'm like, why the extra step? Why not go right away for the passionate income? Uh, you know, do something that's identify what it is that's meaningful to you, fulfilling, and then just go about it and, and, and go after that and do it. Unless it's a charity and it's not, there's no profit in it, you need to support yourself somehow. But I'm, there's there's still got to be a way to align this to make it work. Yeah. There's yeah. there's still all kinds of all kinds of rewards. I know uh, Glenn was uh, just observing of his um, uh, one of his uh, groups that he leads that there's a sort of passivity and they haven't advanced as fast as they were hoping for. Um, you know, for people looking for how to find this, it's we're not suggesting you just sit and think. I mean, a lot of our what our learnings come through doing it's okay to be doing something but if they think we're going to borrow ari's uh regular word is mindful be mindful of what's going on what you're feeling what you're experiencing and think about it how, how are you processing this what's happening here for you because you will find your meaning along the way but you have to be mindful and looking for it you might be in the wrong job you might be with the wrong people um i know that mine has shifted slightly over time as I've grown and, you know, currently I'm in a season where my reason is kind of for my small tribe, the people that I am leading, serving and protecting. And that would be, you know, in the largest outer circle, my tenants and, and residents, my investors, my friends, and my small tribe, a family of six of us um, right now. And those are my meanings. If you imagine from a big circle to a bullseye to the center, it's those six in the middle and I'm spending increasing amount of time with the people that matter and the ones that are outside of those circles. I'm sorry, I don't have resources for you. You're not my focus. Um, 
I will, of course, stop for a stranger and lend help. But if you're outside of my focus and meaning, I don't have much resources for you. And maybe that's me finding wisdom and not just spending my resources on on others without well, another thing, <laughs> you know, just respecting your own time, respect. Yeah. You know, which is and you know, go ahead, Ari. Also, it also means that you're being actually present for the ones around you. If you don't yes. spend your focus on, on others. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. That's exactly it. It's not, you know, if you are trying to uh, appease everyone, you're going to appease no one. You're going to be on your phone with investors and your wife's not going to feel you, she got the attention. Your kids aren't going to get the attention and you're just, you're, you're scattered. You're, you're not focused on what is important because you haven't even defined what it is. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I think we can end it there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Unless like we to... want to go into the, all the action steps, but I think that this is pretty good. Yeah, I think yeah. it's you bring it back to focus. I think it's a, it's a good idea. So thank you Agreed. everybody for tuning in and we look forward to seeing you next time and we hope you enjoyed this episode that's a bit out of the uh, the ordinary but uh, and not uh, yeah and, and deals with uh, larger questions. So thank you for yeah. tuning in. Thanks everyone. Thanks everyone.